0: Welcome, you were made for more about real people, real stories, real challenges, and real victories. Welcome to Mining for Gems, and I am here today with our special guest. We're so excited. We have with us today Pastor Donnell Perkins. She is an associate pastor at Grace Covenant Church in Chantilly, Virginia, and has been a member there for 19 years. Pastor Donnell is gifted in the prophetic ministry ministry. Assist in leading the intercessory prayer ministry and serves on the women's leadership team. She and her husband, Pastor Sean Perkins, are co-founders of a television show entitled Marriage Behind the Shield. She's also trained in Christian counseling, which has helped men, women, and couples overcome issues and circumstances and walk in victory. Danelle is from Pottsville, Pennsylvania and recently celebrated 31 years of marriage. Can we put a clap out there together, guys? 31 years of marriage. Glory to God. So with that, please join me in welcoming Pastor Danelle Perkins with us. Thank you. We're so Thank glad to you have so you. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. <laughs> this is awesome. This is, awesome. well, today we're talking about It starts with a choice that everything in life starts with a choice and change starts with a choice. Anything starts with a choice. So can you share with us, Pastor Donnell, a moment, describe a moment in time when you were just kind of sick and tired of, of a present condition and time for change? What did that choice look like? What did that fork in the road look like for you? Well, again, thank you so much for letting me be here today. I'm mm-hmm. just so
1: honored. Um That was a place where, as you said in your book, you're tired of being tired. Um, I was in corporate America uh, working and grateful to have a job. However, I knew this is not my passion. Mm-hmm. This is not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. It was just uh, maintenance at that point. So I began to pray and um, just seek God. Lord, this is not it. This is not what I'm supposed to be doing. Grateful to do it. Right. right? Um, There's something bigger, Lord. There's something deeper. Right. And as I began to pray, um, what happened actually was I got pregnant. Mm -hmm. Didn't know it. Um, Was sick for a while and was figuring, let me just go to the doctor, see what this is, and realized we were expecting. Surprise. Surprise. (laughs) I was excited about that. Yeah. Um, But what was amazing before then, I just felt like it was time to come home. And I thought that change was going to look like the transition of, you know, waiting, finding another job of, mm-hmm. in my passion or something I wanted to do and then go from my corporate job to my dream job. Correct. Well, it didn't quite happen like that. As I prayed and asked God um, and realized I was expecting, um, I started praying and realized I need to come home and mm. figure this out. There's too much going on. So mm-hmm. I went to my husband and I said to him, I just really feel like I'm supposed to come home from um, the corporate world, just be at home. And uh, my husband was fine with that. He said, however, financially, we can't afford that. And I said, well, let's pray, because I really do feel a conviction that I need to come home. Mm-hmm. Um, and at
0: the and time, that is a real tension yeah, that people have. They want to do something, tension. but they feel that financial
1: pinch. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And my husband, that's exactly what he felt, that financial pinch of... We are just making it on two salaries mm-hmm. um, and we were living in an apartment. So he we wanted a home. Mm-hmm. So to go backwards didn't make sense. Um, so we we agreed to pray and ask God, what should we do? And um, so we did that. And my husband comes to me about two weeks later on. And he says, I heard from the Lord. It's time for you to come home. Mm -hmm. And then it was a step faith for him. It was a step faith for me Mm -hmm. um, because here we're expecting. And that wasn't part of the program when I was praying about Mm -hmm. this change came home and um, unbeknownst to us, there were some medical issues with my pregnancy. So I would have had to come home anyway. Mm. So that Mm. change for us was really a step of faith. Mm -hmm. And I was so glad that we made the decision before we had to make the decision, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Because we listened to the Lord and came home in the midst of our fear and the midst of, um, you know, really questioning, well, where do we go from here? Mm -hmm. What does this look like Mm -hmm. for us? And how do I step into my passion? Do I know what my passion really is? Mm And um, all of these questions were bubbling up. But then when the medical issues came, and I had to go on bed rest, actually, with my son uh, for about four months. And so that gave me a whole lot of time to think and pray Mm -hmm. about the passion I had.
0: Right. Wow, wow. Well, you you said something that really um, resonated, and I think people need to hear it in the choice. So you had an unction or desire in your heart, I want to stay home, okay, to make a change. But your spouse was still waiting to get clarity there. So what was going on in your heart and mind in the gap of the wait <laughs> until you both come on in sync? Yeah, because I'm sure there's people out there right now wondering, wait a minute, I'm over here. They're over there. So what does that tension look like in between until you come in sync? Crazy. That's Mm -hmm. what it looks
1: like. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, it looks like fear in one part because you know that there's something bigger out there that you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Um, You're not quite sure what that is. And so you either have to go ahead and take the leap Mm -hmm. or stay where you are in comfort. Um, And so I knew I had to take the leap. So part of me was happy to leap. And the other part was, well, what does this look like? So the uncertainty of... Um, and so it was hard for me to even encourage my husband because I was needing encouragement myself of, am I doing the right thing? Mm -hmm. Um, and the more I would pray, the more I would get a piece that this is the right thing. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't even about convincing my husband. That's right. Um, I had to trust God to do that. Mm -hmm. And part of me was a concern that he wouldn't take the leap with me. Mm -hmm. And if he wasn't in agreement, then I wasn't going to do it Mm -hmm. because my husband and I have always agreed that any decisions we make, Mm -hmm. we're going to be in agreement before we do it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And so I would do, and then God listened for God's voice. Mm -hmm. And I learned, no, listen for his voice first Mm -hmm. And then do. Mm -hmm. And a lot of things that I thought I was supposed to do (laughs) in the stillness, in the quiet, in him really speaking to me and giving me instruction, I realized half of the things that I was concocting in my mind I was supposed to do wasn't even on the list Mm -hmm. when God spoke. Um, And so it just made it easier for me. And I'm thinking, Lord, this is almost too easy. There has to be something more to make this work. And actually it wasn't. It was trusting him to do it. And as he was doing it, it made it easier for me to do. And so it took a moment for me to adjust to just being quiet. Mm, mm. But I met the Lord in such a special way in that quietness. Mm -hmm. And so I've learned to turn everything off um, because the more you get silent, the more you hear him because he's speaking. Mm -hmm. But all of these other things are so in the air in the peripheral that sometimes you miss his voice. That's right. And so I was um, in the midst of allowing the Holy Spirit to train me in what rest really looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, so not just as, again, rest in my flesh, but I was
0: resting in my soul and my spirit. That's awesome. That's awesome. So so this is, this is wonderful um, because what I'm hearing, again, a resonating theme is for um, that change to occur. It had to start with a choice in you to agree with God, to slow down, because sometimes he tells us to slow down, but we don't slow down. (laughs) Or he tells us to rest, but we don't rest. We're still busy doing these other things. Let's listen in and discover some more. See you on the other side. Gem 3, The Valley of Indecision. When you are stuck, it is extremely challenging to make decisions. Yet straddling in between two opinions will only torment your mind and keep you unstable. Satan enjoys keeping you in the valley of indecision. Doubt, worry, fear, and procrastination are the main drivers of indecision. For being as he is, a man of two minds, hesitating, dubious, irresolute, he is unstable and unreliable and uncertain about everything he thinks, feels, decides. James 1 verse 8, amplified. God has an answer for you. Elijah came near to all the people and said, How long will you halt and limp between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people did not answer him a word. 1 Kings 18, verse 21, amplified. How to become unstuck? I challenge you right now with these steps. A, take out two sheets of paper. On the first sheet, right at the top, what could go wrong? On the second sheet, right on the top, with God all things are possible, what can go right? If necessary, after you've written them down, then speak out loud the options you noted on both sides. B, Write down how you would like your life to change within 30, 60, 90 days and a six-month time frame. Envision it and begin to write down what you see, your health, relationships, career, finances, education, and more. Then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and engrave it plainly on clay tablets so that one who reads it will run. Habakkuk 2, verse 2 in the Amplified. This action will begin to bring clarity and direction beyond your present circumstance. See? Next, get an accountability partner, someone who can help inspire you to move forward without taking excuses. Determine to address at least one goal per week and check in with your accountability partner. Today, God asks you the same question— How long will you waver between two opinions? When I was inspired to start a faith-based program to help women overcome abuse, I struggled between staying in a six-figure corporate position and daydreaming of the possibility of helping others. Three months later, after much prayer and accountability from family and closest friends, I wrote my resignation letter to step out to answer the strong prompting within my heart. I said, "God, help me trust you with your guidance because I don't want to be 90 years old wondering what would have happened if I had followed the vision." I turned in my resignation letter on a Monday, despite two counteroffers from corporate. I stepped out of the boat giving a 30-day notice and offer of training any potential candidates. I asked, he answered, "Then I had to respond." The straddling was over. Peace came over my heart and mine. I was now unstuck. As we discover Gem 2, begin to ask of God for his guidance and direction. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. His answer will clear the path of confusion and bring you peace. God wants to set you free to become unstuck. He alone knows where he wants to take your life for his glory. Trust Him to navigate you safely through to the other side. When you walk, they will guide you. When you sleep, they will watch over you. When you awake, they will speak to you. For this command is a lamp, this teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way of life. Proverbs 6, verses 22 and 23, NIV. Take these three steps towards becoming unstuck. Wow. How many gems were revealed to you in that last segment? So now let's continue. And we're going to hear some closing comments from our guest speaker. What would you say to someone right now? And I'm going to ask you to put on your pastor hat. I would say the perspective is key. Um, In that
1: challenge, God invited me to look at things from a different perspective. So many times these things come up and we're looking at how they affect us, how they move us out of our comfort zone. So all of the things that we're going through, um, be it either, you know, the divorce or the, the financial or the health And we're looking at how it's affecting us, how it's stopping things that we want to do. And what the Lord showed me is a look at it in a different perspective. There's a plan in place. Mm -hmm. There's a purpose. So even though there's pain, yes, there's a greater purpose. And so it's so important in those moments what we put our eyes on. So I could either put it on the pain and how it was affecting me and now it's slowed down my plan. and Or I could look at it as a perspective of God using it in his timing. And not to lean on my own understanding. And that's so much easier said than done. Mm -hmm. Because you know in your heart you have this burning desire to get to it, whatever it is. Um, And these things seemingly look like they're slowing you down in the process. Mm -hmm. But I learned what they did is help me get into cadence with God. Mm hmm because mm-hmm. he factored all that in. He knows everything beforehand mm-hmm. and he factored all of this in and it was growing me. That's right. Because what he wanted me to do is have the character so that when I get to this dream, when I get to this purpose, I'm able to carry it and it doesn't carry me,
0: so to speak. Thank you, Pastor Donnell and everyone. It starts with a choice. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, if things have been stirred up in your heart, feel free to send us a prayer request And our prayer team will stand in faith with you on it. And you're also welcome to tell a friend about us, like us, follow us on social media. Why? To inspire someone else that there is hope.